Where's the bomb? Where's the bomb? Where's the bomb? This ain't this ain't the Joe Button podcast. Wow, we not okay. we need fire. we not we not advanced we like that. To, we need the whoosh or something. Get ready for some banter, laughs, and honesty, raw and unfiltered. It's time for the Listen Up podcast hosted by Lady Soul. Listen up, listen up, listen up. What it do, what it do. It's your girl, Lady Sola, and welcome to my podcast. This is episode 10, and today I am joined by the very talented, the very intelligent, the go-getter. You know, hype me up. Hype someone me up. that relieves her stress. She Ooh. don't get stressed by these hoes out in these streets. <laughs> never, <laughs> never. Repping Shy Town all day, every day. Every day. All day, every day. All day. Self sufficient, a self starter. You know what I'm saying? An inspiration. Lonely. Yes. Aww. It's my sister, y'all. Give it up for my sister. Clippity clap, clippity clap. Wow. My sister Abby Sayo, wow. aka Nigerian Princess. Although I think she wants to retire that name, I'm not really sure where she is uh, with that. You but, know, yeah. forever the Nigerian Princess, I think. But yeah, okay. just you know, trying to figure out what that stage name looks like. But yeah, it's okay. happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Sitting in the guest what? host seat. Right. Thank you. Wow, what an intro! Like I feel like. Nothing left to be said on this thing, though. You know, I try, I try to be like Sway, because when I listen to like Sway in the morning, he always has like the most yes. like dope intros for everybody. Yes. Like literally, he makes people sound like they're the it, shit. Like yes, as you should. You know, you make people feel amazing. good. They're more open to talk. So thank you for that. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Okay. And I feel the same. And oh my gosh, I'm so proud of this podcast, y'all. Whoever have been loyal listeners, I've f's with y'all too um thank you thank you for listening i'm excited for this yes as you know this podcast covers a wide range of topics which include entertainment the culture okay y'all know what that is mm-hmm. sports social media and all things like that and i try to tie those topics in to how it is relevant in our everyday lives. So taking those major topics that you see on the blogs, that you see on social media, that you see in the news and all of that and trying to relate it back to to us, to me, to you right, um, on a day-to-day right. basis. So just try to make it relevant. But we're going to get into the first segment of the day. Ooh. Let's go. Big talk, big talk. <laughs> what do we got? What do we got? The latest stories that grabbed our attention and dominated headlines. Listen up. It's time for The Big Three. All right. So the first topic that we got in The Big Three is Cardi B releases her new single. It's called Money. Are we calling this money? I mean... You know, she's she said money so much mm-hmm. that I was kind of surprised that she didn't name the song that. Mm, that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely like didn't think about that. Um, kind of coined that term. Right. And you I know? even use it to this day. You know, where's my money? Yes. <laughs> Run me my money. Right. Run me my money. Right. That's definitely a party <laughs> thing. Um, I never even realized that that could have been a big opportunity to name that single that. But that's a good point. I mean... I guess I'm curious to hear what you think about the choice for that being the new single out of outside of the Invasion of Privacy album and that being kind of her her next tier of a single and what do you think of it? Do you think it's it's the hit that she's looking for? You know, I mean, is that the if you need a hit, she got that bat. Is this one it? I think you know what I think it is gonna be a hit and mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be a hit because. Somehow, some way, in a span of a year, Cardi B has gotten to this level of stardom that many artists hope, pray, beg, was willing to join the Illuminati for a child, and it doesn't always work out for everybody. Let's just be real. But somehow, for Cardi B, it was in the cards for her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No pun intended. But I think it was in the cards for her that... Mm -hmm 
she was just destined to be here. Mm-hmm. So I think it, she's from here on now. I think we can expect the Drake effect. Mm-hmm. And what is the Drake effect? Anything Drake puts out goes number one. Right. It's a hit. You're gonna hear it spins on the radio. It's not even a question of, oh, I don't know if it's good enough to make radio. Drake, you have to do better. Oh, or this one is 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 gonna make it, but we don't know about the next single or right. this. It doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. It's Drake. It's hot. Mm-hmm. The end. Mm-hmm. And I think Cardi is kind of in that lane. I mean, I'm just right. predicting. It's still kind of early to call that, but I'm I'm gonna go on, um, on record saying that anything that she puts out at this point that's gonna be on the album, that's gonna be a recording, a record that she's putting work into, that she's pushing, that Atlantic is gonna push, and all of that. I think it's gonna be. Number one, it's going to be hot. Whether the quality of the record or the content or the mm-hmm. feature is really all that great. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't think that really matters wow, much yeah. because of what the record is going to do. Now, with that being said, it's going to be a hit for those reasons. Right. Um, in terms of the, the word or the topic choice, I think it makes sense. I think she is trying to play off of her very first smash hit, Bodak Yellow, which mm-hmm. the continuation of that title is Money Moves. So mm-hmm. that was the fir- that's what I thought of first when I hear that her next single or her next official single after the album is done is called Money. Right. So it's kind of like a continuation of the success that she found literally a year ago. Right. Um, right. With that. And I think she knows that money is a motivation for her. She loves yes. money. She's not shy about talking about it. Right. Um, because she never, she grew up not having it. Right. And having such a rough, you know, adolescence and, you know, being in domestic relationships and, you know, eating off of food stamps and, you know, mm-hmm. all this and that growing up in the Bronx and all that having to strip and, you know, really having to put on for her family, mm-hmm. everyone kind of being in the same boat of, like, we're all struggling. Right. I think money became, like, a, you know, like a real hustle mentality, a real motivation for her. So I think we're going to see this theme throughout her career mm-hmm. for a while, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I think she's just going to continue to find different ways to play this theme out. Right. To discuss the topic of money, what she's doing with it, how she's getting to the bag. Right. And also how she's trying to put others on, you know. Like a few weeks ago, we see her in local New York news uh, I forgot what borough it was. I think it was Harlem. Brooklyn, I was think. it Brooklyn? I think, I think it, was it was Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Giving out coats mm-hmm. and boots and stuff mm-hmm. to the community. And mm-hmm. that was something that she rallied and her team put that together in like 24 hours, I think. Right. She just right. had the idea come to mind and she really wanted to push and do it. Right. You know, and that took money to do. So it's kind of nice to see that obviously she likes the finer things in life. She is a Libra. Mm-hmm. We like nice things, mm-hmm. you know, and all that. Mm-hmm. And she didn't have money before yeah and now she does so yeah. i think the content it makes sense i would have liked a little bit more but in terms of what she could have the direction she could have gone but mm-hmm. it makes sense it fits yeah and if if the shoe fits you know you're gonna wear it Go so with it. yeah what did you yeah. think like did you feel like you know this was the hit this is going to be a hit. Did you feel like mm-hmm. this is the right direction to go in? Mm-hmm. I think originally when I heard when she was dropping a single, I think it was supposed to come out on the Thursday. It came out on Tuesday after being leaked and that had its own drama that came along with it. But I was very curious to find that um, she was going for a single outside of Invasion of Privacy. So I'm thinking, okay, are we? Are they, is the label no longer focused on invasion of privacy are they done are they kind of moving towards the next cardi situation cardi album so i'm looking at the strategy behind releasing a single at this point being almost november it's been at least over six months so it's seeming like they're trying to wrap up the the bow on invasion of privacy and kind of move towards the the next hit and i think that it is pretty clear that um herself and her team are going for that hit i felt like there was a cadence there was a concept of trying to have a hook that was catchy, obviously, Definitely. have something that goes in the club, which I also found interesting being that we're, we're, we're not towards that spring season yet. And that tends to be when hits like, like those club bangers, those hook, 
catchy ones catch on. So I'm curious to see why was it released in October versus like a, a May or an April, you know, if you're you're shooting for that smash hit, kind of like a Bodak Yellow. So I'm just interested to see what the thought was behind releasing a single so early on. But I can say overall for the single, I enjoyed it. I remember thinking while listening to it, I'm waiting for something a little more interesting not interesting but i thought the beat was a little like clean. climatic yeah a just little like more a, climatic duh, duh, duh. yeah like, and it was just you know, the same something duh, big money like that was yeah. the interesting part but i could tell that it was it was supposed to be attention grabber supposed to be a hook something easy to follow it wasn't supposed to be this crazy extra bass really um interesting beat I thought the beat was very clean and so for me I thought okay it's it's good but it felt to me what um like a Bardier Cardi was trying to do like get that that really catchy hook and get people interested um but it is what it is that's the point where she is in her career she's going to be at a stage where she's making these these hits that's the kind of music she wants to make and I, I absolutely love her for that and for her music and for not switching up on that um but I think I was just curious as to why this single versus maybe 10 others that she's already recorded and what was it about the single but I love the lyrics I love the inclusion of talking about motherhood and that was really cool that was really mm, cool yeah. so I'm like okay Cardi has evolved and she's grown her base is still the same she's still talking about money needing a bag and <laughs> she will get yeah, to it yeah. right but I think the motivation now is different it's yeah. real different after her becoming a mom so she's still going for the same thing yeah. which is money but the yeah. motivation behind it is evolving and I'm glad that she is that she is changing the motivation behind it is you know different and it's it has evolved and I'm glad that she is including that in her music right so right. I, I like that you know um, and speaking of money you know there has been a lot of talks and anticipation and excitement surrounding the lottery you know this is always Ooh. kind of like a like a wave I feel like it goes up it goes uh -huh, down uh -huh. like you hear about it then it's, it's radio silent but uh -huh. when the jackpot and the the money that is involved Reaches starts to crazy reach high, high. Uh -huh. yeah so the it mega millions mm -hmm. the mega millions was definitely a big talk Ooh. for the last few weeks because every is yep. this a weekly drawing? Is it daily? I'm I'm not into like gambling yeah, and stuff. So I, I think it's like how. drawn every like Tuesday and Sunday or something, something okay. like that. I think it's twice a week. Okay, um, that sounds about think, right. Yeah, it's a national one. I'm pretty sure. And it actually, you know, in general, lotteries tend to get to high levels a lot of times. And I've heard that the way they're selling tickets now is basically encouraging that high level to happen more more quickly because they're selling more tickets. Um, so you're going to accrue the jackpot even quicker. So I think they were saying if the 1.6 billion was cashed in, the next day it would be at like 700 million again, just because of how many people had bought tickets, something like that. So it looks wow. like lottery is being encouraged. People are really going out and buying it. And just, just thinking about how little the chances are, that's what the lottery is built on, that dream, that thought of what you would do with the money and... I mean, it's just 1.6 billion. Like that's that's not just life changing, astronomical, that's generational life changing. So I guess I'm curious, like, what uh, would you even want to be in the drawing for that type of money? And what would you do if you looked at your ticket and you saw your numbers match the winning numbers? Like, what 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 would you even be thinking at that point? Uh, I don't I don't even know. I feel like. I would be doing backflips and car wheels and I've never in my life trained <laughs> to do car wheels and backflips so it would really be like me falling flat on my face or like like screwing up my back because I would really be trying to do these backflips because like I just won the lottery and I'm about to do a backflip like mm -hmm. I'm so excited mm -hmm. and I would fall on my face it would be ridiculous <laughs> um but to answer your first question would I even want to be involved in something like that would I even want to be in a position to win it I think it would I think anyone that gets asked this question would sound foolish saying absolutely not I want no parts of that mm -hmm. Th that is just uh, atrocious it's, it's crazy it's too much going on there it's mm -hmm. too dangerous mm -hmm. so of course I'm not gonna say no to it but I think that I would say 
you know, there has to be some rules, some stipulations. There has to be some things in place for me to win that money. One is the anonymity. Anonymity. That is very important to me. Yeah. I. But what if you're in a state that doesn't do that? You know, I'm gonna have to go under the witness protection program. <laughs> See, that's that's the I'm problem going with to, that. Like for me, like when I heard, just until the news dies down, maybe a year. Well, no, I years. feel like five years from now they're gonna look it up and be like, "Not this is still really." Talk- yes, it? we're talking 1.6. What what was it? Billion. Billion. Do-, do you know how much money that it, like that is a lot of money. That's you're you're coming into the upper echelons of wealth. So I think you're always going to be a topic of conversation. It, it reached new limits, new heights. And that's why when this was happening, I remember one of my friends was like, I'm, go, I'm, go, I'm going to buy 10 tickets. What do you mean? And I'm like, that seems like the consensus of a lot of people. And that's why I got to be where it is. But I just thought, like, what if you looked down and you saw that that was those numbers were on your on your ticket and your life is changed like it's it's it's, it's a, a it's, it's a shocking thing. thing to go from wherever you're coming from as far yeah, as your day-to-day like yeah. just your daily normal regular life yeah. that you are comfortable with that you are yeah. you are content with right that you if find you're content you know and well, I think, yeah yeah, yeah. true and but it's, it's not a bad it's thing a to want it you know what i'm saying but i just think that people only think about oh my god i'm rich and you don't realize the the level of other things that comes with that that amount of life-changing money is going to bring a lot of I think negativity and like other aspects that might not be as as desirable for me so I actually I know you said you know who's in the right mind like who's gonna answer I remember thinking like I don't even want to buy a ticket because that's crazy like what if you win and then you're just like oh the pressure my what are you really gonna do yeah like you know there is comfortable money where it's like 40 million 50 likes (laughs) I'm good. <laughs> so you're telling I'm me, good. let me just get this. You're telling me that if, dollars, told, if they knew, if I was in a state that they could reveal identities and all of that, that would feel so uncomfortable to me. That feels so, I would be like, oh my God. So you're, you you're going to give the, are you going to donate the winning numbers to someone else? Are you going to give the money back? Are you I going just, to I don't pretend like you didn't rip reaction, up the ticket? Would, I'd be excited, but then I'd be like, oh my God. What does this mean? Like I'd be thinking about and that like is how, the realist yeah, inside of you. That, that is the realist, realist mentality. Yeah, I like, would not I'd be do that, so yeah. excited. I'm and figuring then I'd be it like, out. Oh my god, this is crazy. Like it's just that amount of money. Like I think there is no, there's no gray area in that space. Like either you, you have a really strong foundation and you can accept that huge blessing and just like you know be able to like really acclimate to what that feels like to be that rich really like that rich or your foundation things just get worse you know what I'm saying so I feel like there's a lot of things that people don't really consider when it's about you know winning money it's like okay yes it is technically winning money but with that comes a lot of outside things that that you know you might not think about when you're buying the ticket but if you win it's like oh wow, this is, my life is really about to change. Like, it's really about to change. So I think that's just the part I always think about with really huge, huge lotteries, you know? Like, not 40, 50 million lotteries, you get 20. Or even 100 million. You know, like, that's more like... <laughs> on you know a little more than <laughs> like okay, than can... a little a little smaller a little humbler you know but then you drop in 1.6 billion I mean what are we talking about <laughs> this is a lot of money for someone assuming that it's someone who doesn't have a million or a hundred million you know so I think that's just what I was thinking about but it's very exciting I know the person who won is probably who knows they haven't even revealed who they are all we know is that they're in South I don't Carolina think they will. And I, I don't think they will. And I, if they're in the state that they don't have to, I wouldn't either. Because why would you right. do that? Why would you do that? Yeah. Nothing <laughs> good comes from revealing no. No. yourself when you win a lottery of hundred million above or any major number. Nothing good can come of that because no. you have to think about you know the cousins, the third cousins, your half brother mm-hmm. um, from your mama's side. Yeah, you see all the comments on the and y'all blog. live together for three. You live together for three months, and it's like you don't remember me. Like mm-hmm. we, you know, when that I came over That was the comments in the blogs. Like, what you gonna do if you find out somebody you don't want a lot? It's like, hey cousins, <laughs> hey sis. I'm like, see, because that's what it's gonna be. It's a, and that's not even the real like 
problem I was talking about. That's like, you know, you expect that. But it's the, there's other aspects that are even crazier than just that. And imagine that just on a daily basis. You're just going to have to buy an island, change your phone, change your whole life, and just be like, sis, didn't know you didn't. Don't know you now. (laughs) (laughs) So you wouldn't give any money, like, to... I did lots of shit oh yeah definitely I think that's gonna be for me that wouldn't even be a question it would be friends you good family you good charity lots of charity money good and then it's gonna be like what does this mean as far as investing saving for future and and all like you really you don't have to think much about the future you just you just like how well, let's right. put 50 million in savings and you're good for like right, ever exactly so yeah and just no. set enough money aside for your kids or whatnot and kids. And that yeah. generational wealth mm-hmm. i mean i think you know if i won the lottery whether i was anonymous or not i would definitely put a lot of time into the financial literacy aspect mm-hmm. really hiring like a financial team and i know we were talking about that earlier like even those people coming out of the workforce oh, trying yeah. to approach you trying to you know a target you and and, and negotiate when lotteries yep mm-hmm. yeah so i i don't know that would be tough but i would have to get a financial team in place absolutely. a financial you advisor, cannot manage that kind of money on your own absolutely and get people mm-hmm. that really you know what i'm saying I wonder, like, i think really that's know a, what they're is, doing. is that a requirement for the lottery i think you have to like have a financial advisor in place before you can collect your your winnings I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure so that's where a lot of those like accountants financial advisors they'll just be like contacting you like we know you need one so hire me and it's just like (laughs) right yeah I'm pretty sure I think it's just up to you to do your homework and to really go online go on google start Mm -hmm. researching like or hire someone who's gonna do that for you because there will be plenty who would love to be your personal google searcher yeah your your personal (laughs) shopper your personal toenail painter just one toenail per person like there's going to be all types of jobs your personal eyebrow threader you know what i'm saying personal carry your luggage to said door person like you just have the the comfortability to do all the extra shit you could have ever dreamed like, of like and it's just like that would be the fun part for me just being able to do the most random shit give people money for doing the most random shit the things they love to do that right. they never thought they could get paid for it like that would be the type of thing that would be fun to me you know like with the money like oh my god like you really paying one toenail like <laughs> girl, take a take ten thousand dollars and people are just like I can't believe this. Like, like, that would be funny to me. When do you need me to come back? Right, I'll, I'll come right. back and see you in two weeks. Like, wow, yes. you really did. You really did that one toenail polish really well. Like, like that shit is glistening. Yes. Okay, it's reflecting in the light and everything. You put a little bit of glitter. Okay, yes. next time you gonna give me my French tip, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you twenty thousand. Right. You better, you better stop. Right, you, you better, better stop. You better stop. Certified and all. Oh my gosh, but seriously. <sighs> Like that is a lot of money. Shout mm-hmm. out to woman or man in South Carolina that mm-hmm. won that money mm-hmm. because Dang. wow. Dang. Like Dang. It's it's such a, a mind fuck. Like I can't even wrap my head around Dang. that. Mm-hmm. Even for that person, I can't even wrap my right. head around it. It's right. not even me, you know. Right, so. that's what I meant. Like even just thinking about it, I'm like, I can't even imagine. That's so crazy. So crazy. Yeah, Exciting I, but crazy. I yeah. would I would literally be I would be so stunned. I would be so shocked the same way Portia Williams was stunned when she <laughs> released that daggone of, you know that kind of turns confetti and says. it was a girl and not a boy. Ooh, child. <laughs> Child. Can we I mean, talk about that? Let's talk about it. That first of all, that was a great transition. I felt that. <laughs> you peeped that. I felt that. I peeped it. Um, and yeah, if y'all know, Portia Williams is pregnant, and she announced it maybe a month or two ago. Um, and she just had her gender reveal party and they all had like streamers, uh, the blow streamers, you pull them out and the confetti comes out and most of the party had pink come out of there. Then hers came out with blue. So it looks like she was visibly upset that, and I don't know if it's because it was a girl and they wanted a boy or if it was because hers shot out a different color than everybody else's. And she was annoyed by that because it's confusing in the moment, especially when you're processing, your mind is processing very slow. It takes a while to catch up to what's happening so I think you see a color you and you're like 
you make up your mind like oh and I everything is flashing before your eyes yeah. like, i'm gonna have a son this is what he's gonna look like yeah. this is what i'm gonna pull them in yeah. and all of like, like that a, 10 second yeah period. exactly and then you look up and you're like wait the whole pink. thing is pink so it's like yeah. you're you're confused and i think that's that was her initial shock um in that video y'all should definitely look it up if you haven't seen the video she looked like she wanted to cuss whoever gave her that 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 confetti out like who <laughs> who ordered this who gave it to me um some were saying that it might have been like they allowed them to shoot what they wanted and then the rest of the guests had the actual color of what the baby is what the baby is so that it was like okay you wanted a girl you wanted a boy but this is what you're having which i think is an interesting concept to kind of do it like that um but hey we don't know the backstory but all we can say it, just, is, it looks sloppy it looked like whoever was in charge of whatever third party vendor or company that was in charge or of giving friend them, or sister or, friend, or whoever like they 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 fell off like they took the l they they messed up mm-hmm. like somebody was not paying attention they was probably having a conversation while they were stuffing the things like girl and they probably grabbed a handful of the blue that was on the side and you know we wasn't supposed to use that you're only mm-hmm. supposed to use the pink mm-hmm. and they grabbed a little bit of a handful and it, it it just looked like it was a mess like right. Portia's reaction said it all like right. she couldn't even like yeah, you don't want to make those mistakes in those moments. You just, no, they're no. so they're so they're no, they're they're quick, but they make a, a huge imprint on your mind. And you don't want to make that moment about oh my god, a mistake. They got their heart attached, and then they were like, oh man, you know, like you yeah. don't want that to happen. So you really want to really cross your t's and dot your eyes when it comes to those gender reveals. Like don't put the wrong color balloons in the box. Don't put the you give them <laughs> the wrong streamers. Don't give them the wrong paint. Like it happens all the time we see these on the blogs so it's it's so it's awkward it's awkward so whoever is doing it, you really have to be sure you have to be sure of what you're doing and very 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 organized with it because you don't want the mom to be mom and dad there and then it's just like wait the green what 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 is right, that like so what am like, i having ha ha we're just joking here's the real one like i've seen that too and i'm like that's not the moment to be ha ha joking like give it because <laughs> <laughs> you yes, get knocked upside right. your head on like, camera you right ain't be too it was happy a joke sis like yeah <laughs> <laughs> but another thing with portia that i noticed is that it seems like her and kenya have made up to a uh-huh, certain degree they have made yeah. amends um, I, you know, I saw on the, you know, on the blog, mm-hmm. yes, all always, day, always too bad she's tour. not coming back for the next season, That's I'm hoping, heartbreaking. it heartbreaking. is, it um, is, um, but yeah, I hear no, she's I... supposed to be coming out with her own show, but no, I, she should, I think yeah. she should, it's just so interesting to me that the time where she's finally getting, getting everything that she's been talking about in the past how many six seasons she's done yeah. Atlanta, she's finally getting all those things and this is the time when they don't want to, sh- bring on the season it's just like what it's ironic (laughs) that all this time she's been talking about wanting a husband and wanting a baby she gets the husband um she does half of a season last season and kind of you know i think there was it was on her way mumblings that she was not open to sharing as much so that's where the contract negotiations happen definitely um and i think depending on how much she was restricting I think she has a right to do that, to say this is kind of what I want to focus on and this is what I don't. And if it doesn't align, then they just don't align. But I think it's sad that they couldn't come to some sort of middle medium, happy medium where, okay, I'm not going to show my husband, for instance, but we'll show me going to the doctor and me, you know, getting the updates, setting up the room, stuff like that. So people feel like, okay, we're involved in the pregnancy process. So I think there's definitely ways to get around that or have made a settlement around that, but they just couldn't do it. And now she's not going to be on the show. And I think one of the most, uh, like, pinnacle years and moments in her life it's everything that she's been wanting for so long it's so sad that we're gonna miss out on that as viewers because of that it just sucks it's almost like this is what we've been waiting for someone that you know goes to the movies and follows like a trilogy you Mm -hmm. know a a movie series and you're waiting 
for that the big moment in each film and it's like and then they're like ah, away from just you. kidding go watch on social media it's like no we've been with watching with every time yeah. and it's like what this you is the end of the movie this isn't a tv show how so, you gonna leave me with a cliffhanger i'm still so annoyed with that yeah you know yeah. what i mean and you know the funny thing about that franchise dealing with kenya Moore is that they were so sure that they wanted to reject her, not bring her back because mm-hmm. of what you just said with not really being open to filming. And I think a lot of it had to do with Mark and he wasn't really about it. Right. And she was not about trying to manipulate like she's done, <laughs> like right. she's done in the past stunts right. that she's pulled in the past with fake, you she's know, learned. boyfriends, yeah. husbands, engagements. She's like, this is and, a real deal now. Yeah. And she knew this was the real guy for her. So she's yeah. like, okay, he's not feeling it. I'm not going to push and pressure the issue. And right. she did the right thing. But on the production side of it, they were like, you know, like, we can't do much with you. But the funny thing about it is after they started shooting a lot of scenes for this upcoming season, production was in disarray because a lot of the footage that they had was just not that great. It wasn't Mm. entertaining. So they, Mm. I think they tried to go back and approach her about like basically begging her to come back for the season. But Mm. I think she already has a deal with WeTV or with another network, like her own reality show. I'm not sure. I guess it's it's rumors. I wouldn't be surprised. I think that's the, the move. It's a, and they're gonna pick it up. They have to move quick, obviously. She's only pregnant for so long. But right. yeah, I mean, I didn't hear that aspect. I'm not yeah. surprised. I'm not surprised because we know Team Twirl here. We know Kenya <laughs> is very shady. But it would have been so cool to see Kenya, Shamia, Portia, all of these pregnant ladies who had issues in the past. Be like, right. now you see them at each other's baby showers, uh, gender reveals, and supporting each other. And it's so crazy to see how far they come and what that what that level of like being fulfilled personally has done in the group dynamic you know exactly. and them getting to the things that they cared about and seeing how that that those monumental moments are pulling them together that would have been such That's a cool what we growth see. moment and it's almost like they 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 did it on purpose and I don't know why and it just makes me mad like why would you do that why would you do that to the fans who've been waiting for this exactly like, as much as she didn't want to show there was I felt like there was a compromise that wasn't reached and it's just frustrating it's frustrating yeah, yeah. there yeah. could have been ways that they could have included Kenya and just let her be the star of her own pregnancy of her own marriage and and all of that they could have made it work and they should have they should have allowed her to be on the show and Mm -hmm. keep it and shoot her stuff but you want to kick her out and then try to scurry on back like no she she has class she she knows her work she ain't gonna come back to you especially when she already collected the check elsewhere you a little too late right you're a little too late um yeah so but congratulations to kenya to portia i hope this relationship that she's with you know the guy is not all that good looking but hey um you you know that shade is so so slick (laughs) so slick i even but it's okay you know like like, i just need to see more angles i need to see more outfits oh my god somebody said he looked like jermaine dupree and i hollered yikes Yikes! And he has a bigger belly they than Jermaine like, Dupree. Is that Jermaine so Dupree? I'm like, please, please, stop. that's not a compliment. Y'all cannot mm. do that. Please don't do not this. Not at all. Let her be happy in her little in her baby bubble right now, and we gonna get back to it, you know, later. But let her have a great <laughs> pregnancy, a very calm pregnancy, and we will touch base on let that. Let her issue. be great. Let her baby right. be great. Let her baby be great. Let her be great, and we will talk about baby daddy. In just a few months. <laughs> oh, we will. Yes, we, we will, will have some things to say after uh-huh. we collect our data Absolutely. when Real Housewives of Atlanta returns. Ooh. And it's coming back soon, right? It is coming back soon. I don't November? know the exact date, but I, I believe November. it's that November's Ooh. time. Love and Hip Hop New York will be returning as oh well on the, is it November 28th, Something whatever like Monday that. that is. And Ooh. Joe Budden is actually returning as a cast member. I saw that. I so saw that, that should be, and he's really I getting mean, he to really the bag. He really needs the bag, yeah. He does. Like I it. mean, he needs it. He, he needs wants every it. Coin. He's, he needs every coin. Yeah I, yeah, I I I love the growth. I love the the flourishment. Yeah, that's even so, a word. Yeah, <laughs> that is a word. Flourishment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think flourishment is definitely a word, right? Is it? Right, y'all. We need someone to yeah. look that up and get back to us. Can we no, get a dictionary check? Can someone spell that? 
Oh, no. That, that would be one of our assistants if we won the lottery <laughs> that would be doing that. The personal assistant. Since we didn't even buy tickets right. um, last we time. We really I checked missed my account, out. Still we broke really out. missed out. I guess we're going to have to look up that word ourselves. Really missed out, for real, for real. Well, <laughs> we'll look up that word right when we get to the next segment. But that wraps up the big three. Let's get to the next segment. We're going to figure out what that word means. Oh, child. Opinions, advice, and experiences on real-life topics. Listen up. It's time for Couch Conversation. Okay, all right. So we are into segment number two of the podcast. This is Couch Conversation. Ooh, 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 church clock. <laughs> No, it's funny because we planned ooh, 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 we planned the topic ahead of time. We had a topic, but I think in the the, the, the heat of the moment, we are going to switch it up mm-hmm. and maybe save the original topic for another day. But I think you know we should talk about um, just neighbors, our wonderful friendly neighbors. And when I say neighbors, it's in the apartment buildings, it's you know in your homes. Mm-hmm. Neighbors are across the street, down the road. Mm-hmm. You know, if you live in the uh, 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 complexes or condos or, mm-hmm. and duplexes and all this, and yeah. you you live in shared housing, so you're in the attic on the third floor, and you have two roommates on the second floor. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, it looked like you just had some. Like, Ooh, I had a flashback. <laughs> I got chills. I was like. <laughs> PTSD, back up, okay, back up, <laughs> back up, mind your business, mind your business, mind your business. <laughs> oh no, oh that's my gosh, the, that's the Ooh, neighbors, that's the yeah, roommate PTSD. <laughs> yes, yes, this it's real, it's real, real out here. Yeah, yeah, it really is. So dealing with neighbors, um, I guess in this uh, topic, I just want to talk about like. I have to ask you, like, how do you get along or not get along with neighbors? This can include roommates as well, people mm-hmm. like housemates yeah. or roommates or neighbors that, you know, live downstairs from you down the hall if you're in an apartment building mm-hmm. across the street. Like, how do you navigate those relationships with neighbors? Do you try to put in your mind that, hey, I'm going to try to establish some type of communication? Right. Or do you just say, if I see him, I see him. If I don't, I don't. Uh, I mean, I don't need to see nobody. Yeah. I'm going in the house. I'm parking my car yeah. and going straight into the house and minding my business. Right. Like, what What's your take on? I think personally, neighbors? in general, I'm just a mind your business type of girl. Like in general, and like even when I move into a new place, depending on like if I have roommates, how if they're if they've been there before me or. I'm there, we're all moving in freshly together, then I think it's a little easier to like go and have people know, oh, there's a new set of people or there's a new neighbor, they'll come and reach out to you. I think that's like the proper thing to do. But for me, if it's kind of like in an apartment building, that's not always the case. People are moving in in and out, doing their own thing. So it's like they might not notice when that one unit gets filled. They'll notice a new person might see you in the hallway, talk or whatever. But I don't feel like it's as traditional as it's been in 20 years ago where it was like a neighbor moves and you take them a cake, you take them cookies and go ask them about where they're coming from and why they moved here. Like, especially in our age range, I don't think that that's the case. I think (laughs) you move in somewhere, you might see them, maybe you're taking out the trash, maybe you're leaving out the garage. They don't recognize you. If they're a nice person, they're going to ask you, make conversation with you. And I think that's more than fair but I I think personally when I move into a new neighborhood I mind my business and if I see my neighbors I say hello you know if they ask me questions I'll tell them what's going on how long I've been here whatever the case is and that's generally how I move when it comes to neighbors now similar uh, not so similar is housemates and roommates I think that's a very different mm-hmm. that's a very different vibe and conversation obviously if you move into a situation that's had people living there for a long time you have to understand the dynamics of the house make sure that everybody knows who each other is I think that should have happened before you moved in 
And I think there is an etiquette there of having some respect for your roommates and, you know, updating them and them being a part of your kind of day-to-day life in some aspect or regard if they care, which I think they should and you should too as as a roommate. So I think that comfortability and that closeness and the expectations there for me are bigger when it comes to housemates and roommates. But neighbors, I kind of tend to err on the side of I mind my business. You should Mm. too. We run into each other. Great. You know, we look out for each other. If you're out of town, I'll look out for you. If that if that's what we're what type of time we're on, and you let me know. But I'm not too in your business. You know, I, I tend unless there's if as everything is going right, keep keep it going. We're good, nothing, no problems. And if we have an issue, we come up, we talk talk about it if we can, mediate it by ourselves, and then keep it pushing. Like I think it shouldn't be this daunting, like scary. Oh my God, my neighbor's over there. I don't want to you know, talk to them or whatever, but I think it's just, you take, uh, take it for what it is. Mm. They're your neighbor, um, respect them from afar if you can. And that's just how I tend to move when it comes to neighbors, honestly. No, that's, that's true too. True too. I think the difference between the two, uh, neighbors and housemates is one word proximity. Yeah. Proximity changes a lot of things when you are literally up under each other's asses, like, you have to talk like you have to check in you have to introduce yourselves you have to try to create that that accommodating comfortable safe space Mm -hmm. because this is your living environment you Mm -hmm. know you of course want to make your housemates comfortable but it's also for yourself as well so i think that's a major key between the two whereas with neighbors like you said it's 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 a free-for-all like right. you see them you don't see them you say hi you don't say hi right. there's not really any repercussions right for however you handle that right um, because you're not That's seeing true. them often you're not walking crossing the threshold of a door frame right. and knowing that you're going to face this human being right. on a daily basis right. with that so I think that the proximity dictates right. your approach to it your right. attitude towards it right. and your mentality towards right. it um yeah, you essentially, when you do have housemates, which is common in a lot of parts of the U.S., mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you basically yes, have to have to sacrifice a lot of your comfort zone and, you know, you have to try to be, take on the selfless approach more than the selfish mm-hmm, approach. Mm-hmm. Um, and with neighbors, it's kind of like, you know, it's, you can just make it what you want to make it. Like, <laughs> you can experiment, you can have fun with it, you cannot give a damn. Yeah. You know, um, you can... Yeah, it's wave from across the street. How fun is that? Like I right. wave it up, wave it as I walk into the door. <laughs> so good to see you. Right. You don't have to remember their name because <laughs> I mean, you you've seen right. them like once a month. No. You know what I'm saying? Maybe when you're going to get the mail, you seeing them right. putting stuff in the car, right. like or you coming out the driveway. Nosy, so you know, extra nosy Patty is on the corner. You got old lady who got the good case. Like there's all these. You start to learn. I do think it's important to know what's going like there are some people who neighbors who are just like really nosy and some that are just like genuinely curious and have the post on the neighborhood like they know when something is like maybe something is off you know oh that that's a new car that's an I don't know how people notice these things but there are people who who detect all these they know really they yeah they know when a new car is in the neighborhood and it's like oh I've never seen that car before oh it's parked to so-and-so's house I wonder if they have a guest oh if they see you did you have a guest and they're in your business but it's because they are they're keeping the post on the safety of everything and then there's just the genuinely nosy ones who just be looking out the window that literally have nothing better to do better to do just want to be a pain in your ass all the time just want to be nosy for no reason and I I, it's you just had the kind of discern between I think everybody as a tenant plays a role in how they live I think we all have roles in how we move and how we live or what type of neighbor you are so maybe Mm. you're more like oh I'm the nosy one I'm the pulse on the neighborhood I'm the chill relaxed one I'm the one that's always gone like I think everybody has a role that they fall into and the way you are as a roommate I think dictates how you are similar slightly dictates how you are as a neighbor and what you expect from people who don't live with you Mm. you know what you what you value as this is how I want to live you're going to want that from the people around you so if you're not getting that you're like ugh oh my gosh she's such a bad neighbor she always has her music so loud or she always stomps on the floor like she doesn't have any home training something like that you know because yeah. that's the type of things that you wouldn't do 
So then it's starting to dictate what you expect. So I think it really is a balance yeah. of like, I think it's important to get into cultures and, and, and environments that are appropriate, that are conducive for you and how you like to live. Don't, if you a type of person, you like to play loud music, you like to be up all night, have a bunch of parties, don't move into a neighborhood that's like super residential, bunch of kids, like you know you're going to be getting complaints all the time, but at the same time, don't feel like you have to just restrict everything and fit the mold of where you are, but then definitely like try to figure out like what, what's the vibe here? What's the vibe here? Does it match what I like to do, how I like to live? And that I think is important when you're looking for a new spot. And also when you're thinking about who you're living next to, like that's important too, because you're always going to keep clashing. You're going to keep clashing if you, if you don't take that into account. So. No, that's interesting that from what you mentioned, especially about like the noise complaint and you know, like, how noisy people are I do want to touch upon that quickly because you know I I like where I live it's very quiet it's very peaceful Mm -hmm. and I think because of like that environment the noise thing does become like more problematic so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you can have your cake but you can't eat it because we who doesn't want a peaceful environment doesn't want to deal with the ruckus and the parties like you each human being we like to have fun but you want to be able to come to a place that's like chill but also there's the backlash to it because now you need to be quiet because that if you're receiving that peace Mm -hmm. you need to be able to give it as well so Mm -hmm. now i'm like kind of starting to learn that you know like i have to deal with that you know but how like how do you feel about how people react to like noise complaints in the situation where you are the the culprit the one that's throwing the little get together you're not Mm -hmm. trying to ruffle feathers you're not trying to be that neighbor that's annoying as hell Mm -hmm. that's just you know that's a problem child you know in the neighborhood family but it happens to the best of us like we all fall into that category sometimes of oh you laugh too loud or you know something's funny or you have a group over you do have a little party you are playing a little music because you're just trying to chill, turn up. It's your place of, you know, rest. It's your place of home and where you, you know, hang out. How do you feel about how people deal with those noise complaints? Would you rather them come to you directly and try to reach out to you through email, phone, something? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or are you understanding to the fact that they may reach out to the landlord? Like, because mm-hmm. I've kind of had Again, these few experiences. I feel like, like it is how people are made. No, and that's always yeah. real interesting because I think... That, that gets to the point of knowing your neighbors because if you don't know your neighbors you leave room for things like them reporting you to somebody else to happen but it's it's more of a chance that if you build a relationship that they hopefully will feel comfortable enough to bring the issue to you directly instead of calling the cops or calling the landlord or whatever extreme measures some of these folks out here be taking like and that's why it's so important but I think like if there is a way to um uh, alert someone that oh you know what if this is like something you like you said a party or a kickback or something that you don't do often if there's a, a way you can go to your neighbors and say hey I'm throwing something on Thursday I just wanted to let you know it's going to be from this hour to this hour hope you're okay with that because sometimes people just like the heads up like having that open line mm-hmm. of communication and being like you know what like I remember um, in college um, I lived above a frat house and they they would come up and be like on Thursday we're going to throw this rager I mean <laughs> and we'd be like Dang, okay like and we weren't going to tell them don't throw the party but it was like okay we got a heads up so then when it came you sometimes you forget and then it happening like they, they definitely told us that early in the week can't be mad now but I think it helps help somebody feel like okay you 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 were you cognizant of respecting respect. okay it's usually quiet around here and I hope you don't mind I appreciate you you know being cool with Bearing it and, with I'll, and I'll try to have everything you know give them kind of an expectation thing you don't have to do that I think that's a very um great approach to have to kind of keep the peace you know yeah I um, and keep that keep that if, if you have that level of comfortability with your you know with your neighbors and you talk you know you might imagine hey you know I know you live I live right next door I just wanted to let you know we're ha- it's gonna be a little loud but if at any point you could come knock if it's too loud so giving them that open door policy and say Mm. hey so that they don't feel that they need to take the next step you know so drastically so quickly because and escalate it right you know so right to to such a high level yeah i think i will kind of take some of what you're saying and try to figure out how i can implement it Mm -hmm. those 
um, advice because I definitely don't want to become like, you yeah. know, like, oh, she's one of those, you know, yeah. because I'm not. That's yeah. the ironic thing about it's it. So I'm not the loud, wild, crazy one. That, and you're like, and, no, it yeah. was like two times and it just yeah. so happened that you could hear through my vents or whatever. That's and these not thin ass walls, like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? That's fair. no insulation to it yeah, whatsoever. Right. And I'm African, so I'm just loud as hell. I know, like, <laughs> that's not an excuse, but it kind of is. Like, if you ever visit Nigeria, you will see what oh I'm talking about. Maybe you would be a little bit right. you more understanding. You would me. apologize to me, actually. Yeah. 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 You would. Yeah. Because if you knew the house I grew up in <laughs> from um, zero to 20, right. 19, yeah, you would be. You would feel for me. Oh my God, I can't. I cannot. I would not. That's but, funny. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's a learning process. It definitely living is. with other people. That's not your family. That's not your boyfriend. That's not, you know, something like a best friend or something. It's a learning curve, and yeah. you just have to be adaptive mm-hmm. and flexible. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Definitely. And um, yeah, so that wraps that up, Couch Conversation. Let's yeah. get into the last but not least segment. Let's go. Social media, foolery approved. Listen up. It's time for, like, really? Okay, so first topic, Diddy. Goes on the Ellen show. Um, I didn't see the whole interview. I honestly don't know what he was promoting this time. Mm-hmm. He's always promoting something. Mm-hmm. I just saw the clip on the Shade Room and it's like gone viral at this point. But they were talking about Halloween and um, what he's scared of. And somehow they got on the topic of clowns. And mm-hmm. he was like trying to be macho. Like, I'm a black man in America. Like, the last thing I'm scared of is some clowns. clowns. There's plenty of things in America to be scared about as a black man. Clowns is not one of them. Right. He kind of has some truth to say that. Right. But I think that's that's a yeah, that's a whole lot of masculinity conversation that we just not going to have. But yeah, I. (laughs) (laughs) And then Ellen was like, but I heard you're scared of clowns. And he's like, what? No, no, I'm not. Clowns. And she's like, no, so someone told me that. And he's like, no, that's, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't be scared. You know, right in mid-sentence, the clown pops out like a jack-in-the-box. Oh, my God. This reaction was literally priceless. I best. can't even I need lie. someone to like, slow it down by a hundred times. <laughs> I need it slowed by millibilla tetra second. Um, that I needed to be that slow to see the progression of his reaction and his face. It's just priceless. It was so, he was so scared. His face changed <laughs> so fast and he hopped out of that seat. The so way quick. he hopped out of that seat, he hopped out of that seat and so literally quick. his like, his microphone pack like yes. fell off. Like it was clipped to his back and it like fell off. Yes. He literally became like a MJ replica, he Michael did. Jackson replica. Like he did. he did the little high kick. He mm-hmm. was like rolling his back and like, <laughs> like, whoo. Like, like he really was like breaking out into dance, y'all. Like this shit was Uh, hilarious. It was so funny, and I was like, that's why you never get around Ellen with no fears, because she loves to do that to you. She loves to expose you. Scare people, and it's so it's always so funny. It's always so good. Like it's never so good, and it's never cheesy. And and I think why they work so well is she knows how to train them to do it at random pauses. Like they're not like mid like in between two sentences like it'll be in the middle of him saying the or the guest saying yeah. something so they're they're still totally talking they're focused on the on the the um ellen and they don't have room to think oh is she about to scare me like it just seems like a normal flow of conversation and then it's bam right it's crazy yeah he, he broke out into his little michael jackson number oh my and God. um later like i think it must have been like well just earlier today he posted mm-hmm. a michael jackson song and the Ooh. caption was really what caught my attention because oh, he's like hey guys can y'all send this message to cassie to listen to the song a hundred times um and, and let her know her from alone. me to you it's all love or whatever the message was, but basically it seems like he wants that old thing back. It he seems like he, he, you know, reminiscent, um, reminisce. Not so reminiscing, but he's reminiscing, you know, on you know his ex, 
And, you know, they have broke up. That That is recent news in the last few weeks has come out, you know, formally in the in the press and all that, that they have gone their separate ways after 11 years of dating. Um, Imagine those years gone. I know. Yeah. It's interesting. Some people have said she got a lot out of the relationship. Like, she's basically, like, upgraded her entire life being next to someone like a Diddy or whatnot. And some people are saying, like, well, she lost a lot of her years not really yeah. being able to secure the ring. No, I don't see that. So, I don't see what she gained. To be honest with you, always, to be honest, I felt like them in a relationship, Cassie was stifled in her personal career and what she wanted to do up and maybe maybe she was content with being next to a diddy and being the girlfriend of a diddy and 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 supporting him some people are content doing that and if that's the case good for her but as far as where she started um and what i think was a decent rollout of a you know singles in a career i think that follow-up never happened and i didn't see that encouragement of a career a music career from diddy i know now she's modeling for fashion over or whatever but like oh is that what she's doing yeah i mean i saw her in some fashion over ads you know maybe she's trying to be a model I don't know. Maybe that's her passion, but to me, it never Since seemed that, like um, red carpet hosting at the BET Awards. Oh, like Jesus, that was a train oh, wreck. Jesus, oh, don't don't come back. Here. Don't don't do it. I forgot about that on purpose. I put it. We not gonna see I her though. We may not see Terrence J there because child, he may like flee the damn country with how he's like refusing to talk to the police about oh. that car he crashed. Oh my and god! And the mystery woman that was next to him in the car. Oh. But hmm, I'm still waiting to see the follow up on that story. I'm really I curious know to see too, how that like, plays Like TJ, out. what are you talking? Terrence J, like I like to think you're the, a good guy. What's going on? I What's know. going on? You are leaving What's a lot going- of room for interpretation. He sure lives. He sure lives. He he. You you looking like you scared right now? Right. You looking like you you stuck? Yeah. Like you shook. He shook it. He actually um, shook it. But I think when it comes to Cassie, she put a lot of energy, a lot of years into the relationship. Now it didn't did. work out. But that's the risk you take in any relationship. It didn't work out. Cool. But now it's like I have reason to believe that maybe she initiated it. I don't know. Just mm. based on Diddy, Diddy wanting that old thing back, putting up the song and telling people to tell her to listen to it. Clearly, he's trying to reach out. Maybe she's blocked him. Maybe he cheated. Who knows? But right. I think that finally... Finally, I'm thinking that she ended it, and he he knows what was and up. he feels like the rug was pulled out yeah. from under him. Yeah, because you're right. Now that you said, it, I think in a nutshell, I think he thought he had her mm-hmm. financially, um, um, status wise, you know, just that comfort life, rich life. Mm-hmm. I think he had her in a place where he felt like she's not gonna go anywhere, whether mm-hmm. I give her the ring or not. At this point, it's been ten years. Right. How could she leave at this point? She would have left five years ago. So right. I think he was very content. He was comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever story he was stringing her along with, he felt like, I've strung her along for 10 years. Right. I think I'm good. And right. I think this is like a plot twist that mm-hmm. he never saw coming. Right. Or if so, he did, he tried to avoid it with doing things. So, oh, maybe you want to be a model? Okay, let's get you with Fashion Nova. I don't know how she got that. But let's just say trying to hook her up in other areas to make her you know give her a little something to hold her over you know but yeah. i felt like okay cassie why did you not want the music career anymore or you were just yeah. retired if that's the case then we don't have an issue but if you felt like you wanted to do it and you weren't being and then supported the and well. then you were you were yeah. supporting but not being supported that's an issue for me i don't know i don't know i just think it's it sucks when you put a lot of time into a relationship and it doesn't work out, but that's always the risk. And it's just, it's going to be interesting to see what, what happens with that moving forward. I mean, we have no clue why it ended. I, at least I haven't heard anything. And now I'm just like, I want that tea. That's I what do. I need to make my real decision on how I feel. So I agree. I, I need that. I need that real tea as yeah. well, because I feel like there's a lot of yeah. tea to spill in that relationship with Diddy, who has a lot of skeletons in his closet mm-hmm. that we're not going to get think? into right now. Oh and, God, I feel like, and I feel like he probably had her sign a non-disclosure agreement. Let's oh, be real, because mm-hmm. if she wants to come out with a tell-all book, like... Mm-hmm about her experience with being Diddy's, you know, girlfriend and all the stuff shady or whatever things that have mm-hmm, happened throughout mm-hmm, that 10 years, mm-hmm. that's a long time. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I just feel like the only thing I didn't care for with how this whole thing ended is I kind of 
think of Chris Brown and Karuchi's situation and how Karuchi came out of the Chris Brown relationship and she got bigger. Like, mm-hmm. things took off for her. And I just feel like Cassie spent so much time with Diddy and with the notoriety, with the connections, with the esteem that mm-hmm. is Diddy and the fact that her career, it's, like, kind of stagnant. It's, yeah. like, it didn't take off. It's not bigger that's, than it was that's before. That's my issue. That it's, like, that's you have someone sitting next to you who you're, you have the ability to help and she's holding you down and has been for a lot of years. Yeah. And what are what is she getting? That's what I'm saying. If 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 she wanted to stay there and just be and the I, girlfriend that's not the case. and that like not be the case. supportive, if that's that what's what makes her happy, then cool. I'm glad that she got that in the relationship. But if she was put me on, I wanted to do this, I wanted to do that, and she still stayed at where she is, Cassie with a uh, uh from two thousand and four, then yeah, that me is and a, you, which was a huge record. That's what I'm saying. You you have that, you have she has the look, she has opportunity to make it work, she has freaking Diddy, and then for that to not pop off, that just really annoys me. It no, annoys it me because it wasn't Bugs like me. people could say, Oh, he was testing her to see if she was there for that. She was there for eleven years, so what else? What was said? Like what else are we talking about? about you cannot just take in a relationship and not saying that 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 was the dynamic but just saying that if that was a goal of hers and she held you down and she was supportive and she it was stagnant in her career I don't think as her partner you should feel comfortable with that if you're in a position to make that better and and vice versa if if you need a person who's supportive and who's there for you and she's been that or she wasn't doing that and then she starts doing that that's what you need and that's what he might have needed in a relation needed in a relationship and it's like we don't know it's, it's all speculative at this point but I guess we'll just have to keep an eye on this story because yeah, at this point I'm good sis Cassie keep... just needs a bagger she just, I think she just needs to take time for herself figure out what you know what she wants in life what, and try to what get her career area of off. entertainment she really wants mm-hmm. to be in not is it acting is it let, let that yeah, go yeah we just gonna let just that put go. that to we're the not, side we're not gonna do that like, put that behind anything you. else but acting singing or modeling yeah. you know she's beautiful she has a great personality she mm-hmm. actually has a decent singing voice with uh-huh. the right production and all that yeah she has all of that so yeah. it's just about her finding herself like what Karuchi has done she has really right. made a name for herself she can do the same thing right um, I agree. so you she know has a lot of room to grow she can do that right sure. so while we see you know diddy and cassie's relationship basically being torn apart we see other relationships kind of being brought back together mm-hmm. um example is you know drake's uh, 32nd birthday party Whew, one of the pictures we old? see is chris bell but it's so weird to think of drake being in his 30s and yeah while you're just like oh my god we're good we're growing up i know but yeah. he looks so good but yeah, yeah we see a relationship mended a big one that mm-hmm. was a huge uh tussle mm-hmm. beef and all that which is drake and chris brown right and Where he came out and again? supported oh rihanna Oh, yeah, okay, definitely. right, right. Let's okay, say Rihanna's okay that's all. You, say no yeah. more. Say yeah, less. Absolutely. Okay. But yeah. the party was a 2000s theme party. You know, uh, um, Drake had on you know the fabulous outfit from the 2004 Want It All video. Mm-hmm. So the Los Angeles uh, Lakers blue jersey with the fitted hat and the bandana tied mm-hmm. over. It's become a. Did they all have on jerseys at the party? Yeah, right. Um, was yeah, kind of like a jersey party a little it bit. It was a jersey party. It but was like, like kind of like that, that era of yeah, like two thousands, two thousand. So he had on like the Sean John like sweatsuit look with the the Air Force Ones and the one leg up, you know, one uh, pants leg rolled up. So he had those two looks going on. He had like different sets and themes throughout his um, party building or whatever. So mm-hmm. like blockbusters, you see blockbuster tapes in the background, mm-hmm. and you know it was cool. You know, you see a lot of his friends, close friends, industry friends that came out to support, and yeah. he looked like he had a lot of fun. He had a good time. Yeah. He looked really good. He looked. He looked. <laughs> you snackish. stay. You stay. He did. She said, "I got to point that part out." He was a I snack. Sure did. He you was know, snackity snack. You know, and it's good to see, even though with all the pusha T stuff going on, with you know the back and forth with that it's good to see that he did something nice for his birthday he planned an elaborate yeah you know setup and people yeah. came out and he looked like he had a great time and yeah. you know shout out to drake happy shout out birthday to drake. shout happy out to birthday. birthday champagne it poppy and send the jet send the jet send the jet poppy send the jet send the jet that was so funny. I'm in New York. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to be in New York. You're in like LA. Can you send the jet? Aubrey, come on. Uh, 
<laughs> no, I gotta be stuck with this nigga Spider Man. Spider Man, come on, you just gonna keep me company. Oh What's up, God. girl? Okay, you doing too much. So you saying funny. too much. Step to the side. Right. That Lisa video. Simone killed that video. Send the chat. Send, Send the, the chat. <laughs> you never know, girl. Right. She might have just shot her. I feel you, sis. She just shot her shot. She didn't even know it. Right. She I mean, she knew it, but like she knew it, but she not mad at her at you all. You know, but the way she played it off, Very like cool. sis, like mm-hmm. I'm taking notes. Right. I am. <laughs> I'm in class. Classes in session. I have my notepad and my pen. I do. <laughs> I see what you did there. You, you got the attention. You got the attention you were looking for. And now I'm taking notes. Thank you, sis. Yes. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Thank you. I will be using that. Oh well, gosh. class is in session. And now we are going to say class dismissed. Oh this wraps up the God. end of the Listen Up podcast. My sister got places to go, flights to catch. Ooh, okay. Oh, we catch flights. You know, my feelings. Oh, you better let them know. Let them know. Okay, but I really want to say thank you so much for, you know, Know, taking the time to of you know course. do this podcast Thanks for having me i'm so proud of it this We're is a lot of fun keep continue to support y'all all the listeners so Hallelujah. appreciative for you share this with your family your friends your youtube your spotify twitter your facebook your itunes yes share it listen it to it download it and let us know what you think we love the feedback yeah absolutely you know like it on uh, itunes if you want to leave a little review a little rating mm-hmm. five stars you know because i'm a five star, star trick like yeah, trina five said star chick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. right we appreciate but, we appreciate you <laughs> once again my name is lady sola you can follow me on social media on instagram and twitter at lady sola life you can also like my page on facebook that is facebook.com forward slash lady sola life all right where can they uh, find you oh wow you can find me on twitter and instagram at princess abby Sile, and that's Princess, one word, Abisayo, A-B-I-S-A-Y-O, and I'm relatively active, not that active, but, you know, just follow me there and keep up. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> you should also subscribe to her YouTube oh, channel Oh, yes, as well. and my YouTube channel, how could yes. I forget? Oh, my goodness, youtube.com slash Miss M-Z, Abby, A-B-I-E, 9-4, so if you just search on YouTube, Miss Abby, 9-4, you'll find me there. Or yeah. if you want to search Black Girl who watches The Bachelor oh, and Bachelorette, oh, you the, will find the biggest plug, well. the biggest plug, especially if you're into The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, you will love my channel. Yes. You hear me? You will love it. So don't play around right now. Go ahead, subscribe, come come say hi in the comments and we'd love to have you. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that is it for this podcast, y'all. Until next time, Ooh, be good. What peace. is it? <laughs> That's it for episode 10. That's it for episode 10. Bye, y'all. Thank you. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Listen Up Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe on iTunes and share with your friends. If you're really rocking with it, leave a rating or review on the Apple Podcast app. The support is always appreciated.